Hello and welcome. This is the 14th episode of Off the Beaten Path. So I was on a hiatus, I guess you could say. Um, My printer wasn't working. And then it took a little while to get it, get the new one hooked up, you know, get the new one at the door, um, you know, in the mail, and then it, getting it hooked up. Um, finally hooked up, and then uh, it's just a rough start to getting back on track. Uh, but I'm back and ready to talk about Maine. Um, now, when I get off track it's really hard for me to get back on track so that's why like I could have started this back up again like sooner but um it's just been crazy busy and um so like the info that I have for Maine might not be a whole lot um but let me just go ahead and dive in and give you what I got. Uh, okay, so first place I have is um, <clears throat> now it didn't really seem like Maine had a whole lot. Um, I do know that the best time for me anyway um, would be around this time to go because you can uh, you know especially if you're on the east coast and wouldn't mind taking a road trip up north um it's a very scenic drive i have a couple friends who um go there or have taken the road trip and um they loved it uh, a friend of mine uh, named Caroline, she uh, got married in October, so well, I, rem- I remember, I don't know if she's been back, but I remember the one year she uh, went there for like, you know, her anniversary, um, it drove up. I think she probably had some other stops than Maine, but the New England states. Um, my family goes to Vermont, or we used to, we don't, we haven't in a while, um, I have family in Vermont, um, and we usually go in the summertime, so I never really got to see it in the fall, never got to see all the foliage and all that, um, have been in there, I have been there in February, and let me tell you, it is freezing, (laughs) freezing cold, oh my goodness, um, I was there in February for my grandfather's funeral, and I'll just, I was, I was real little too, real young, I, um, that, that trip definitely stands out to me, because, uh, it was crazy, we were at the, um, graveyard site, it was like, snow, and all this kind of stuff, um, quick little story, um, when my brother had a Camaro at the time, and cars back then had carburetors, 
and um, I'll just remember them with hair dryers on the carburetor because the car wouldn't start. Yeah, so very cold, very cold up that way. Um, I definitely would not. If I was a skier, maybe, but uh, I definitely would not go back there in February. February is the worst month there. It's, like, the coldest. Um, but anyway, moving along with Maine. Um, a lot of these places, this is what I mean by getting back into it. Because I wouldn't normally have these certain places in here. Because I don't know how many people would even really be interested in some of these places. But... Hey, maybe there are somebody, there are some, some of you out there that will be interested. So, um, the first one is in Portland, Maine. Uh, it's called International Cryptozoology Museum. <laughs> um, it's the world's only international cryptozoology museum. Uh, it's host to an unrivaled collection of cryptid specimens. Not 100% on what all that means. What I do know is I'm thinking it's a museum of just weird things. You know, uh, like the picture shows. Um, I don't know. I guess it's like a rendition of Bigfoot or something. I, I don't know what it is. But, yeah, not someplace I would go. But um, we're doing uh, unusual things. Like that's kind of the genre of my um, topic, so uh, that's the first place. And the second one I have is um, in Bangor, Maine. It is Stephen King's house. Um, this I would I would definitely go see. Um, I like horror, and I'm also a writer. Um, the eccentric mansion of one of the most popular horror authors of modern times. I tried reading Stephen King's books years ago. Couldn't really get into them, because he is very... Uh, he's a very complex author. Like, you really have to kind of be somewhat advanced in um, literary works, if you will, um, to understand his writing. But I'm going to try again because I've been kind of, like, educating myself a little bit. So, um... And like I said, that was years ago, so maybe I would understand it now, but um, I was more of a, like, I, I could understand Dean Koontz. He, um, I read a couple of his books, and he's not as um, complex as Stephen King. Uh, a little bit easier to understand. So, yeah. So, I think I'm going to give Stephen King another try. Especially in lieu of the Halloween season. Um, just haven't figured out what book to start with. So, if anybody out there listening has any suggestions for me. Any good books that they read. 
uh, you can actually leave a message on this um, on on any one of my podcasts. Like you could, I think you could actually text me messages. Or I don't know how it works exactly. I'm pretty new to this, so. But I do know that there should be when you're listening like an option to send a message or something. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, definitely something I would go see. Um, third one is, oh, and I'm going to, um, talk a little bit more about Stephen King's house, uh, by the end of this podcast. Um, it's like, you know, I printed out a list of places, but I'm highlighting this one. So I'll be back to talk about that. Um, third one is in York, Maine. Uh, it's the York Witch Grave, the Grave of Mary... Nassen, um, I'm assuming, as I like I said, I didn't really you know delve into too much research on the, these places, um, but I wanted to get some info out to you guys. So, but for, um, I'm guessing she was a, a person who was thought to be a witch or. I don't know. It's definitely um something I'm gonna follow up with because it sounds anything about witches and how like back in the day, way back in the day, how people got you know if you were if you were a sinner like you know they kind of like thought you were possessed with evil or saw you know this is a lot of information out there. Um, about supposed witches back in the day. Um, so yeah, I'm going to look up the story of this Mary Nassen. Um, okay, so the next one is, um, Freeport, Maine. Um, the, the desert of Maine. Tiny patch of arid sand sits in one of the greenest states in the Union. So I guess like looks like a desert. I don't know from the picture that's what it seems to me. Um, moving on, um, in York, Maine, there's this bridge called the Wiggly Bridge be a daring thing to cross over. It's like a, it's a walking bridge, but it's over, over water, and I guess it wiggles. <laughs> uh, from the name, you know, that's just totally going by the name alone. I'm guessing it wiggles. Um, okay, so next one, not really too much info on that one. Um, Pet Cemetery. That's in Hancock, Maine. So, Stephen King's book, Pet Cemetery, there is, and I always, I always did know this, um, there is an actual pet cemetery in Maine where, I don't know how close his house is to that, or, you know, but, um, I guess this pet cemetery is what gave him his, his inspiration, um, 
for that book. Uh, it's kind of like me. Like I, I need to be outdoors to to kind of be inspired for my writing too. Like you know, his, I forget the name of it. He has another book. Oh, the Sh I think it's The Shining, um, where he was staying at a hotel and. Um, I don't know the whole story behind it, but this hotel gave him this inspiration for that, um, that book. Uh, it's said to be a haunted hotel and all that kind of stuff. So, um, next I have, let's see. Just like another bridge. Um, it is. This one don't say where exactly it is. Um, it's called P Penobscot Narrows Bridge and Observatory. It's the first bridge observation tower in the U.S. and it offers spectacular views of Maine. I guess that'd be a good place to go and take in the scenic foliage. Uh. Okay, this is called, this next place is called the Kenneth E. Stoddard Shell Museum. Uh, the little description they have here says a son's promise to his dying father in the form of covered bridge filled with thousands of seashells um, yeah they seem to have like a lot of bridges covered bridges um, I think there was even I don't I'm not 100% sure so any movie buffs out there don't you know I'm not trying to be exact here but um, I think Bridges of Madison County I think that movie I've never seen it but I think that movie um, was filmed in the New England state somewhere um, yeah so it looks like they have a lot of historic bridges which is pretty is kind of neat um, this bridge let's see And it looks like each bridge tells a story. Um, the Artist's Bridge. Uh, a new remain. Uh, after this artist died. It doesn't give the artist's name. Um, but after this artist died, the covered bridge um, still calls the mine the plain air painter. Oh. Okay, so, I don't know what the big deal is about that. I guess if you love art, that would be a big deal to you. Um, there's an... I'm trying to see what the name of this place is. Um, there's like a, um, a mill, a working wool mill 
that was used, I lost the name here, but um, it was used in the 1990 horror film Graveyard Shift. I'd go see that. Uh, let me see if there's any other. Oh, okay. Um, Bubble Rock, Mount Desert, Maine. Uh, it's a precarious balanced rock per- that perches on the edge of a cliff. Um, it was created tens of thousands of years ago by glacial erosion. Oh my god, like I bet people go to this, you know, go on a hike to this rock, and I bet you they take all kinds of pictures standing on it. I it is like literally this big rock. It looks like it like a big rock hanging off the cliff. Like it could fall off any minute. <laughs> I'll view that from from a distance. Um Just trying to see if there's any other interesting pieces. We're going through all this, like, it's just like a lot of, a lot of unusual sights. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. Okay, let me just conclude by, um, talking a little bit about Stephen King's house. Uh, he was born in Maine, uh, and he has used the setting for many of his stories. Um, despite fame and wealth, he still lives there. Um, in a distinctive mansion that is just outside of downtown Bangor. I guess it's this mansion. Um, <clears throat> the houses in the neighborhood are still large and expensive looking, um, but they're close to the street which is wide and easily acceptable. Um, Public sidewalk, you know, winding throughout. Stephen King's house is uh, red with white trim towering and old enough, um, and it's, wait a minute, red and white trim towering and old enough to look historic. Okay, so I guess, I'm guessing it kind of stands out a little bit. It's, it's like, it's like a, um, normal residential, uh, street, but you'll know Stephen King's house on, on the street. Like, you know, usually celebrities, they are, their houses are, like, back behind a forest or like what seems to be a forest or something like you would never see if you're just like walking down the street or like taking a walk through the neighborhood you never see them because they're like hidden very well well i'm guessing that this his house is on a normal street but just the house itself stands out um yeah it's in full view of the street not hidden like most celebrities, um, I think there's some celebrities that do actually live on regular residential streets, but you'll see, like, 
uh, iron wrought fences, you know, like high walls and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem like Stephen King's house is like that. Um, they do have, uh, he does have a small wrought iron fence that surrounds the property. But as I said, it's it's small. It's not like it's you know trying to cover anything up. Um, the the fence itself is most of what gives the house its Stephen King esque flair. <laughs> um, spiders, batwing creatures. Yeah, I would say his house. I would say his house probably stands out. <laughs> um, and a three-headed reptile decorate the black wrought iron. So yeah, definitely something neat to visit if you're in Maine. Well, that's all I have for my first episode back from my little disappearance. Um, hope it wasn't too awful, but I'll be back in full swing pretty soon. So everybody take care. Um, and like I said, if you have any questions for me or any suggestions on, on Stephen King books or anything like that, um, or you want to connect with me in some way, um, I do have a book that is on Amazon. If you have an interest in finding any information on that, I won't elaborate on, on it here. Um, it's, I will say that it's a travel romance um, book, uh, set in Brazil, um, so if that sounds interesting to you, hit me up, I will connect you to, uh, the book on Amazon. Thanks again, don't forget, get up, get out, and get traveling. Oh, and one last thing, um, I mentioned that this, um, my book was set in Brazil, um, my next episode is going to be on Brazil, so, um, I just wanted to add that little, little tidbit of info, not really important, but I meant to say it, and I ended the podcast without saying it, so, alright, take care.